The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. Today's daf is being studied Moshe Ruhama Bat Rachel Bat Rachel Bat uh, three lines from the bottom, starting with the words the Rabbi Ishmael. Uh, let's just review where we're holding in this sugya. We had a statement uh, initially in the name of Rabbi Akiva that came along and said that from the fact that the Torah teaches us the word Vinitmea three times, one is to teach us that she's forbidden the lady that is the sota to the Baal, one to the Bo'el, and one is she's forbidden to eat Tiruma, which means if she, let's say she was a Bat Kohen, when normally after she gets divorced, she goes back to her father's house if she does not have children and she can eat tiruma. In this case, however, once she becomes a sota, she forfeits her ability to eat tiruma. That was the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Then Rabbi Ishmael came along and said, He said, We can make a kavachomer. Kavachomer to say what? That a sota is forbidden to marry into the kehuna. And what was this kavachomer? Uma girusha. A divorcee, which means if a divorced lady, she's permissible to go back to her father's house if she's a bad queen and she can eat tiruma, but she's forbidden to the keuna, right? A divorcee cannot marry into the keuna. Sota, she asura betruma. Enodin, she te asura. Dinase le keuna? Good, that's his kavahomen. Only question is, Rabbi Akira wasn't talking about keuna. Rabbi Akira was talking about tiruma. So the Bishwal comes and responds and says, Well, it's a Kavahomer. What's a Kavahomer? We're talking about Turuman. You're talking about now uh, Kehuna. So the Gibara is trying to understand the dialogue between the Biakiman and the Bishmael, how this uh, went. So the Gibara begins with the Bishmael. Amar Biakiva Tiruma. Umhadid le iu Kehuna. Which means he's talking about Tiruma. And he answers him back on the Kavahomer that's talking about uh, Kehuna. And furthermore, the Biakiva Kehuna Minale. And furthermore, good. Where does indeed Rabbi Akiva know that a sota cannot marry a uh, Kohen? Which means, we know he's not learning it from the Kavachomer of Rabbi Ishmael, because then Rabbi Ishmael is not arguing on Rabbi Akiva. For the fact that Rabbi Ishmael brought the Kavachomer, it means Rabbi Akiva has a different source. And maybe you'll come and tell me it's obvious. You don't even need a pasuk to tell me that a sota cannot marry a Kohen. You know why? Which means, already we learned on the previous daf. That a lady that is a sota, even though she is a sefik, which we don't know if she did it or not, from the fact that Torah one time said vinitma'a, and one pasuk said velonitma'a, 
So the Gemara says, how can it be v'netma'a v'lo netma'a? So we came along and said, she's a safik. We don't know if she did it or she didn't do it. But the point of the Torah is, even if she's a safik, she's considered a vaday. She's considered that for sure she did it. Meaning, she's a safik zona. We treat her as a vaday zona. Now do we have to say, a vaday zona certainly is a surah to marry a kohen. Now the zutov here is obviously, this would be she's a married lady. So she went with somebody else. Certainly, that's going to forbid her to marry into the Kehuna. It's Posela. Mm-hmm. Oh, so therefore, maybe you don't need a Pasuk for this. Maybe once already we've proven to you that Sefik Zona is considered like a Vadai Zona. So that Zona is Pasuk in the Kehuna. So you don't need a Pasuk. Kabbalah says that can't be. Teruman Namelo Tebaikra. Sharia Asaba Sefik Zona Akezona. For that matter, if you can go with that logic, Rabbi Akira would not have needed a Pasuk to teach me that she's Pasuk for Teruma. Because once you tell me that she's considered a vaday zona, zona also cannot eat a teruma. But in the fact you see that we Akiva still needed a pasuk for teruma, even with the vaday zona sevara. So you see that that would still mandate a pasuk for keuna. You cannot learn it from the zona status. I can argue. I can tell you maybe the zona status only to give the husband that she's forbidden to the husband. Maybe they can bear her status of eating turuma and things like that. Maybe she's still considered legitimate. So therefore, from the fact that we didn't bring, from the fact that he needed a pasuk for turuma, even though we know she's considered like a zona, we need a pasuk for even though she's considered like a zona. Now let's just read the top nashi together. How do we know that my... A zona is a surat teruma. Dichtiv ki tiyele ish zar. That says a lady. She because she goes with an ish zar. Ki tebael lezar etzla. So when it says ki tiyele, the mefarshim are learning over here. We'll see some Yakiva actually. Ki tiyele means ki tebael. If she has a relation with a foreign man, he betruma takodashim notochel. She stops eating from teruma. Ve'em lechap pasul gadol mizeh. There's no greater psul kishi eshet ish, right? Vinivaila leaher. Now, under Rabbi Akiva, meikaran nafkalan biyibamot kol apisulim de pasle. From here, Rabbi Akiva learns uh, in Masechet Yibamot. If you remember, we learned the pasul says kitiye leizar. The rabbis say that the only type of men that are going to posel her to teruma are men that she has havaya with, men that kiddushin is going to be tofes, because the pasul says kitiye. Whereas the Biakiba comes up and says, No, don't read the word kitiye. Read it as if it says kitibail, which is any guy that's forbidden to her that she has biawith is going to be as even in the case where Kiddushin is not going to be tofes. And then he says, it's called a pistol in the passive Anachnami de lot tafsiba kiddushin. The Kemad Biakiba and Kiddushin Tosin Bishupsul. But according to Biakiba, he holds that Kiddushin is not tofes even on Hive Lavin, if you remember. Even on the smallest Isud, even if it's only Isud Lav. Rabbi Akiva says the Kiddushin is not tofes. Therefore, he that if a lady goes with any type of man, whatever the Isud is going to be, Kitabayel, a lady that's forbidden to her, she becomes Pesulat to eat from the Tirumah. In any event, back to our point, where does Rabbi Akiva know that she is Pasul for Kehuna? So comes Gemaran says, Ela Rabbi Akiva, Arba'a Kera'e Ketivi. There are actually four Pesukim that we have to deal with. Actually, three, three plus one. Oh. Which means, it says in the Torah, three times the word, Nitme'ah, Nitme'ah, Ven-Nitme'ah. Two Nitme'ahs and one Ven-Nitme'ah. So that's four actually. Because the Biyakiyah, if you remember, is Doresh Tavav. 
So therefore, Nitmea, Nitmea, that's two. Ven, Nitmea, is three plus the Vav is going to be four. And what is he donesh from these four items? So the Gemara says, Arba'at, can I get to be had le Baal, ve had la Boel, ve had le Kuna, ve had le Truma. So therefore, he has a Pasuk. Right? One is coming to tell me that she's a Sunnah to the Kohanim, cannot marry Kohen, and one is coming to tell me that Sunnah also cannot eat. Teruma comes to Gemara and says, that does not doresh the Vav. So he has Nitmea, Nitmea, Vin Nitmea. That's just three. So therefore, Had Leban. The Had the Boel. What the Tamisha Sunnah to the husband? What the Tamisha Sunnah to the husband? Had Litruma. Also, how do you know Kiuna? The Kiuna, Atya, Bikada Homer. And the Kiuna, we learned from the Kada Homer from A. Girusha. The Rabbi Ishmael. Mimai did study Klal Litruma, the Kiuna, Atya, Bikada Homer. Who told you to learn the third Vinitmea? To come and tell me it's coming to Osir from Tiruma. And then I'll learn Kiuna from Kada Homer. Dilma, maybe. Kid Starikh le Kiuna. Maybe it's coming to tell me the most stringent item. Maybe the third person is coming to me, she cannot marry Kehuna, which is more Hamur, Vitruma Sharia. And maybe, maybe indeed, Tiruma is permissible. Which is, you only have one Pasuk. Who told you to be Ishmael to be Doresh Tiruma and then make Kehuna from a Kavahomer? Maybe Doresh, the Pasuk is coming to forbid her from Kehuna. Maybe I'll tell you, Tiruma indeed is Mutar. So the Gabbana says, Amar Lecha, Mistavra, Dumya, Debaal. Uboel, ma baal uboel, mehayim, after umana me, mehayim, la puke kehunat, la harmita. So the Bishmael will come and tell like this we want to make consistency in our dirashot. Now, the consistency we want to say is that all our dirashot, baal, boel, and tiruma, what do they have in common? All these items take place where the husband is still alive. Let's discuss the Baal. Right? She committed Sotana, right? Husband's still alive, she's got to get a divorce, obviously. She doesn't drink the waters. And she's submitted to the Baal when he's still alive. That's Mahayim. The Boil is also when the husband is still alive. Which means she gets divorced. Right? She's submitted not only to the Baal, but she's written as well to the Boil. Everybody's still alive over here. Teruma also is when everybody's still alive. Meaning she was married. That's why she's about Kohen. Uh, she would normally, let's say, after the divorce, right? The husband's still alive, technically. Go back to her father's house and eat. And that's what the person says, no, she doesn't eat Tiruma. But if you're going to learn the case, he's going to say that she cannot marry Kehuna. The case only must be talking about, she was a Sota, her husband died. When normally when Almanaz is allowed to marry a Kohen, but in this case, since she was Sota, she would be forbidden. So that's a case of Mimita. So therefore it doesn't fit into the uh, categories Mahayim. Which means you cannot give me a case that she's forbidden to Kohen if she's a Sultan, she gets divorced. Because the reason why she's forbidden to marry Kohen in that case is because she's divorced. You don't need the Sotah Pasuk. But if you're telling me that what? That the case of Sotah is coming, tell me that in the case where the husband died, when normally she'd be allowed to marry Kohen, but as a result of the fact that she's Sotah, now she is forbidden. That's only Mimitah. That's only after the husband died. So if that's consistent with the Dirashot. So the Bishma says, I want all the Dirashot to be Mehaim. Baal, Bo'el, Teruma, Oh. Once I learned Turumah, now I can include Kehuna, Mikal, Vachomer. The Rabbi Akiva, oh, but the Rabbi Akiva, Dumya, Debaal, Uboel, Letle. He doesn't go with that. He doesn't hold that it's got to be Dumya, Debaal, Uboel. Therefore, he says, if you only had three Pesukim, the Rabbi Akiva, that is, he would say, Had Debaal, 
Had the boys behad the kehuna. And I would not know terumah. That's why I have a fourth pasuk to come include terumah. Which is real quite a bit. He doesn't subscribe to that cheetah. They have to be all mehayim. Therefore, Rabbi Akiva says, I, don't, I, I need four pasukim over here. First pasuk is for the Baal. Second pasuk is for the Bo'il. The third pasuk, I'm going to take the stricter law to tell me what it is. Asurat the kehuna. Hey, but that's not uh, mehayim. So what? I don't, I don't know that to be consistent. But you're not going to know terumah. I will know terumah. I'll know terumah from a fourth Dirasha, that's the shita of Rabbi Akiva. Iname itle miltad atya bekama homer tarak nekatav la kra. Or I could tell you like this. Really, he holds, he goes with this mehayim business. And therefore, technically, the first pasuk of Nitma teach me asura tirumah. Second pasuk tirumah. Third pasuk tirumah. You know Because we want to keep all the cases mehayim. Oh. If you're telling me Tirumah, I don't need a fourth pasuk for Kiruna because I can learn it from a Kavahomer. You're right. But the Viyakiva subscribes to an opinion that we see throughout Shas that says, Milta de Atya Sometimes an item that can be deduced from a Kavahomer, the Torah will still write it down. You might ask, you got to write it down for it's Kavahomer. You're right. But sometimes the Torah writes down things even though you could have learned it from a at that point, we don't need another dirasha. Because I can learn Kiruna from a Kabbalah, but you know what? Tarach de Katavla, Kairode Pasuk. Anyways, all this really, again, is just in the semantics in the sense that everybody's agreeing with the halachot that come out over here. Had the Baal, Boel, Tiruma, Kiruna. The Mahlok Rabbi Akimari Mishra is where they deduce it from. Whereas Rabbi Akiva is deducing all from Pesukim, mm-hmm. and Rabbi Ishmael, he includes the Kiruna from the Kavahomer from Teruma. Now let's go back to a different uh, subject that we discussed on a previous daf. Remember, we learned a very important halakha that applies to Tum'ah, actually Tum'at Sheres, that we learned it from the Deen of a Sota. The case of Sota was like this she's just secluded in the private domain. Private domain means she's alone just with the Bu'el. Two people. Right? Two people. And what do we say in that halakha over there? That she's secluded. We don't know what she did. Torah says she's considered safek. Safek is like a vadai. So you see that what? We have a rule we can deduce from here. Safek tum'ah birshut ayahid safeko tameh. Now, let's, let's transfer that to a case of a sheriff. You have a sheriff, right? In a private uh, domain over there. You don't know if the sheriff touched the taharot or not. <laughs> but if you're really learning it from Sota, you have to have another uh, uh, plot. And what is that? That Mishael. Which is in the case of the Sota, there's somebody you can ask. Which is there's people there. They can ask, hey, did you become Tameh or not? So similarly, in the case of the Shir, it's kind of somebody who's a Bardat. For example, there was a fellow sitting there that was working with the Tarot. So you can ask him, hey, did the Shir uh, touch the uh, item over there? Oh, I don't know. But if there's no Da'at, for example, the guy's a Hiresh, Shoteo, Katan, even Bishuti Ahid, if it goes, going to be Tahor. Good? So that's where we learned it from. Let's get the rules again. Safek, Tum'ah, Bishut, Ahid, Safekot, Tamed, Dafka, with his Da'at, Lishael. Dafka, with his somebody there. Yes. So the Gemara's question is going to be now, is that where you learn it from? We agree with Talakha, but we have another source where to learn this exact Talakha that you need, Da'at. What's the source? So the Gemara comes along and says, as follows, Amarav Gital Amarav. Davar she is bodarat li sha'il. 
ואין בו דעת להישען מהיקרה נפקא. We know it from this פסוק, פסוק זה ויקרא זין, זאת אומרת אכילת בשר קדשים, eating the meat of a קורבן. והבשר, זאת אומרת הבשר of a קורבן, אשר ייגע בכל טמא. לא יאכל. If the meat touches something that's tameh, you cannot eat the meat. So the Gemara says, "Vaday tameh udelo yachel." It's much more what? Dafka where it touches something bevadaut. Ah, safek tameh v'safek taor yachel. Much more if it's only a safek, you can eat the meat because the pasuk's language is "Ashiniga bechol tameh." It's much more dafka where you know it is tameh. Much more safek is going to be mutar. Oh, ema safek. What do you do at the end of the pasuk? We have basar. Now we're talking about basar, which is. Tahor basar, kol tahor yochal basar. Anybody that's tahor is allowed to eat the basar that is tahor. So the Gemara makes a diuk. Vaday tahor hud yochal basar. But only a vaday tahor guy can eat basar because it's called tahor. Ah, safek tameh v'safek tahor lo yochal. So you see what if a guy safek tahor safek tameh, he's not going to be allowed to eat. So therefore you have a stirad, the beginning of the pasuk gets mas mas, safek is going to be mutar. In the sefas, mas mas safek is going to be asur. How do you square off the resha and the sefer of the pasuk? El alavsh ma'amina kan, which is at the end of the pasuk, yesh bodat lishael, which means it's about the guy. We have a guy at the end of the pasuk, the guy who's tahor, right? So now he has a safek if he is tameh, correct? So what's the deen? It means it's da'at nishael. When there's da'at nishael, we're going to say safek tum'ah birshut yachid sefeko tameh. That's why it's got to be a vaday. However, kan in the beginning of the pasuk, she'em bo da'at nishael, it's just a piece of meat. And you have a safek. Did the piece of meat become tameh? There's nobody there. What's the din? Safek tum'ah birshut yachid. There's no da'at sefeko is going to be tahor. So we have a source for the da'at nishael from a pasuk by kadashim. May I review that? The point is, the beginning of the pasuk says that what? When you have a piece of meat, right? Pasuk's language is v'basar asher yiga bechol tameh lo yachel. Mashma dafka when it's vaday nitma, but if it's safek, it's okay. I'll explain to you why. Because it's we're going to have to say tumah reshuti yachid, but we don't know it's tumah reshuti yachid. The pasuk does not tell us which domain it's in. We'll see the gemara for the gemara to tell us how it knows which domain it is. But let's assume it's in reshuti yachid. So we're going to say safek tumah. On the basar, since there's no da'at of it, just a piece of meat, sefeko, tahor. Mashi'ekin in the sefas, to where a guy, comes a guy to eat, and the guy himself is misupak, if he became tameh or not, we're going to say, what, dafka, if he's a vaday, he can eat. But if he's sefek, it's going to be no good. Why? Because it's sefek, tum'ah, birshut, where there's da'at, lisha'el, which can ask the guy, sefeko, tameh. So the question again about us, where do you need the derashav sotah? You have this derashav here with the da'at, lisha'el business. So the Gemara comes along and says, no. Ve'itzterich, teravgid al-amarav, ve'itzterich, l'negman mesotah. You need both. You need the sotah derashah, and you need this derashah of basar kadashim. Why? Gemara says, דיימ דרב. כי היה דוס פסוק of קדושים. הבה אמינה במרשות יחיד במרשות רבים. In the pasuk of the basal kodeshim, it doesn't tell us which domain. 
It didn't tell us we're talking about the Shutah so I would think that maybe you want the supplies in both domains. It's Tariq Levigmar Mesotah. That's why I need Sotah to tell me Dafka Bereshut, Hayyahid Sefeko, Tabe Bereshut Rabim Sefeko, Tahor. Now the Ime Sotah, if you learn from Sotah, the Amina Adika Dat Nogeya Umagia. In Sotah, how much Dat do you have? You have two people. You have the, the, the Boyim and the lady. So I might think that in, in, in Safek Tumah, you gotta have. The right, the guy that touched and the guy that was touched. You have to have doubt on both sides in order to say sefeko tameh. That's why we read the pasuk of basar. We're talking about he's one doubt and the basar is inanimate. Therefore, it's doubt of one. That's why if you need both, which means the da'at, the sota teaches me the law of the yahid and the basar teaches me that why you only need one doubt. You don't need doubt of. Both of them. Good. That's the Gemara's uh, point on that subject. The Gemara continues. Let us uh, go review the case of the Mishnah. Rabbi Akiva said a fantastic Hiddush. Let's just review the laws of Tum'ah Vitara for us for a moment. We know that... Uh, there are different levels of Tumah Vitara. Uh, food stuff, for example. Let's go right to the Inyan. Food stuff has the ability to become a Shini the Tumah. Okay? Now, sometimes food stuff that's a Shini can even make another type of food a Shilishi. Lahalakha, it applies to Tirumah. Tirumah is very sensitive, and the only it is, the more susceptible it is to Tumah. To even a higher degree, a shilishi. Rabbi Akiva's chidush was not only does Tirumah reach a shilishi, but even Holin. How did he learn that from? From a pasuk in the Torah. The pasuk says like this: Vechod kili chedes. Have an earthenware vessel. Now, what do we know about earthenware vessels? It's only tamem me'aviro from the inside, from the airspace. Asher yipol mehem el tocho. That means it's like a sheretz was suspended now in the airspace of the Kili Hayris. What does the Torah say? What's the law? Kol asher betocho yitma. Anything that's in the Kili Hayris, let's take a piece of bread for that matter, it's going to become Tameh. But it doesn't say Tameh. It says yitma. Yitma's mouth, not only is Tameh, has the ability to transmit the Tum'ah forward. Now let's speak it out. What's going to happen? I have a regular piece of bread of Hunin in there. Sheritz goes into the airspace. It makes the Kili Eirishon. Because the Sheritz is an Avatum'ah. Sheritz does not directly metameh the bread. It's metameh the keli to make it a rishon. Because Avatumah is metameh Adam the kelin. And then the keli in turn is going to metameh the bread that is inside to make it a sheni. And the position is yitma to make the sheni a shelishi. So the Akiva came along with a fantastic adust of a meh. You see that even by hulin, they can reach a level of shelishi. When the B. Yoshua heard this derasha, he said, Mi yigaleh afar mi'aneka nabi Yohanan ben Zakai. Which means they should open your eyes when you come back from the dead, Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai. Because you, you didn't hold like this. You held that a shilishi transmits to Terumah. But you said that we don't have a pasuk for it. And here, Rabbi Akiva, your student, not only has a pasuk, but he's going further. He has a pasuk in Fahudin that becomes a shilishi. Which means, you came along and said to Yohanan, there's going to come a generation that's not going to be able to prove that even a shilishi applies to Tirumah from Pesukim. And you're going to come along and you're already proving it from a Pesuk even by Hulim. So how proud you'll be. Already it's, it's well documented. Now the question has to be over here in the Gemara, which is the, question, the first sugya. If 
they're pesukim to teach me that as a shilishi to be my teruma. How do they learn it then? We are unconceded. We have no pasuk. Oh, you have no pasuk. So how do you know that a sheni can make a shilishi by teruma? So the Gemara says, "Umehachar deenlo." Since he didn't have a pasuk, lama tame? Why then is it indeed tame? So Amar of Yehuda, Marab You're right. From the pesukim, we don't have a law that says terumah can become pesula at the shilishi level. However, midin kalvachomer yeshlo. Oh, but from kalvachomer we can. Now let's just review outside again some of the laws regarding tumah the tahara. Let's discuss Etevul Yom, and let's discuss Emehusar Kippurim, which those are two items that are going to be necessary for the uh, Sugya Kamerun. What is Etevul Yom? Etevul Yom is somebody that was Tamer. He could be, let's say, a Mitzorah, he could be a Zav, or uh, uh, he had, uh, you know, he came in contact with Tamemit, he came in contact with a Mit, etc. All these people over here, of course, have to go to the Mikveh. They go to the Mikveh during the day. Right? They don't become permissible, however, to eat terumah until Arev Shemesh. So that's called the Tevul Yom. We learned in the Mikveh during the day. As we learned in the first Mishnah, Masikh and Berachot, Me'em atai korin et shema ba'aravin, Mishah shakwanim niknasim nechot betrumatam. From the time that kwanim are permissible to eat terumah. When is that? That's a Tevul Yom. That has to wait until sunset in order to eat, or sit in order to eat the terumah. Good. However, a tevul yom is permissible to eat hulin. Hulin is regular food, or for that matter, even ma'asir sheni. Ma'asir sheni is not on the same level as teruma. Now, there's another type of situation, a fellow that's called a mehusar kippurim. What does mehusar kippurim mean? He's lacking kapara. That means, let's say he's a mitzorai, on the eighth day he has to bring a korban. It was a tevul yom on day seven. Right? Sunset came and went. He's eating already terumah, but until he brings his korbanot on day 8, he's asur to eat kadashim. He's forbidden to eat basar of kodesh, of the korban. And that's the first uh, introduction that you have to know. Next introduction you have to know that, generally speaking, throughout the sugya, the Gemara sometimes uses the word tameh, and other times uses the word pasul. What is the difference between the word tameh and pasul? Tameh usually is used when it itself is tameh and can go to a Another stage. It's Tameh itself and can go to the next level. Right? Like a Sheni would be Tameh. Because the Sheni itself is this Sheni. And Sheni can make a Shilishi by Tirumah. That's called Tameh. Right? Whereas Pasul, the Shilishi would be called Pasul. Because it stops at a Shilishi. It itself is not good, but cannot make a Livi'i, for example. Okay? So that's generally the rule when it comes to the words Tameh and Pasul. Okay. Now let's try to learn the Kavahomer. We're trying to learn the Kavahomer. How do you know that Terumah can reach the Shilishi level? Now let me just give you one more introduction, just so you have a clarity over here. I don't need a Pasuk, well I don't need a Limud I should say, to tell me that Terumah can reach a Sheni level. I don't need it to tell me a Shani level. I know that already. You know why I know that? Because remember we went back to Akili Haidah's case. It says, Kol Asher Betocho Yitma. Not anything that's in there. Hulin, Teruma, and all that stuff. Once the Sher goes in the airspace, the Keli becomes a Nishon. Whatever's inside becomes a Shani. So just keep that in mind. Shani Betruma is known already. 
So I don't need that limut for a sheni betruma. I'm looking now for a shilishi. I'm telling you that because it's going to come into play immediately. It comes to Gibran says, Kava Omer, Yeshlo. Umatimun yom. Shemutar bechodim. He is mutar to eat chodim. Regular food. Or even ma'asir sheni. Posel betruma. But he's not allowed to eat teruma. Right? Cannot eat teruma, as we said. So, kikar sheni. A regular loaf. That is a sheni. Shepasul becholin. Which is regular food stuff. Ma'asir can become a sheni. Enodin shi'aseh shilishi betruma. Although more so, it should become, it should be able to make even a shilishi by teruma. Again, if it's a bullion, that doesn't impact cholim. Is asur betruma a sheni level of teruma that does impact cholim? Although more so, it should make teruma a shilishi. Now, the problem with this Kalbahomid is it's going against a very important principle during Kalbahomid, <coughs> which is the principle of Dayo. Let's learn the law of Dayo for together. The Gemara says in many places, whenever you make a Kalbahomid, Dayo, it's enough. Lebam in Haddin, it's something that's being learned from a Kalbahomid, Liyot Kinidon, which means you can't learn more. Than from the source that you're learning from. For example, just so you have an example. If a weak guy that has no muscles can carry 50 pounds, so all the more so a strong guy has a lot of muscles can carry 50 pounds. That's the Kabahomid. But you can't say all the more so a strong guy must carry 100. Uh, that you don't know. Kabahomid, <laughs> you can just learn as much as where you're learning from. You cannot go further. Here, however, we went further. We came along and said, and what a tevulium. That doesn't impact cholin. And a guy can eat this cholin when he's a tevulium, but he cannot eat terumah. A sheni that impacts cholin, because regular food can become a sheni. It's a fact. Regular food can become a sheni. All the more so, the sheni should make a shilishim terumah. No, we should say that although also if a sheni can impact cholin, a sheni can also impact teruma. That's really your convert. Where'd you get this? Just say although also a sheni can make teruma. But I told you already, I don't need a kavahomer for sheni for teruma because sheni for teruma I know already from pasuk. Now, if I don't learn the kavahomer like I'm learning, the kavahomer is going to be broken. I don't have a kavahomer. I don't. I don't need a kavahomer for sheni teruma. And we have a law. You don't say dayo if the kavahomer is going to be broken. By saying dayo over here, this kavahomer now has no purpose. So therefore, and therefore I'm allowed to extend it to even a shidishi. <laughs> Since I can't use the kavahomer for shini, because shini I know already for pesukim, so what's kavahomer coming to teach me? Must be coming to teach me a shidishi. I dayo. You're right. But not in this case, because if I don't say shilishi, then the kavahomer, the whole kavahomer is uh, out the window. So when the kavahomer is broken, we do not say dayo. So let's review the kavahomer again one more time. Oh, nice. The kavahomer is going to be as follows. If in a case of tibun yom, that's the guy that uh, he went to the mikveh already, he can eat huli. 
but he cannot eat terumah. So a sheni, which is obviously more strict than a tevulion, because the sheni already can affect cholim. The sheni is able to affect cholim pasul, although more so a sheni will be able to impact terumah to make it even a sheni she. That is the kalva homer. Comes the Gemara and says, not, not a good kalva homer. And let's, 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 let's always uh, introduce over here. Whenever you break a kalva homer, the way you're going to break it is like this. If I can find something unique about a tevul yom that has a certain stringency of some sort, so then you're not going to be able to learn anything from a tevul yom. I'll say the reason why tevul yom, let's say, a guy can eat tevulah because it has a stringency. So we have no proof to a sheni. Kavahomers always work when you're comparing equals. And what if tevul yom and then and so, so sheni and similar. But if, if I can show you that Tevul Yom has a strict item and a very serious thing, so I'll tell you the reason why Tevul Yom impacts Terumah, because it's a strict item, but who says that Mishini, which is less strict, maybe it will not impact Terumah. We're going to show that Tevul Yom has that strict uh, item. And what is that strict item? Which means Tevul Yom's can be themselves abatumas. Now abatumas is a very strict type of tumah. What's an example of a tevulia that we have abatumah? Azav. Azav is abatumah. That's the mission that came out of his body. Mitzorah. That's considered abatumah. Tememit. He came in contact with a corpse. That would make him a abatumah. Now, since tevul yom is, you know, in the perasha of abatumah, so I can tell you that's why it's so strict. But a piece of bread, a loaf of kikar, mm-hmm. cannot become avatumah. So therefore, maybe that's the strict, maybe that's why it's asur betrumah tevulio, because of the avatumah factor. Wait a minute, that is an avatumah. If there's a tevulio, it's still an avatumah. No, 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 but the point is, it emanated from an avatumah. Tumah that emanated from being avatumah, that's why it's going to be asur to eat tevulio. Meshek sheni, sheni doesn't emanate from an av. The Shemini emanates as many Khamidi shows. So therefore it's not as strict. To that the Gibara says, no, not so fast. Titi mitevulyom de sheretz. I could knock out the Abatumah factor. Learn it from a case where a guy became Tamir from a sheretz. What's a sheretz? An Abatumah. What does it make the guy? Rishon. Oh, and he's still a Tevulyom. Right? You've got to wait till, uh, till the nightfall. So therefore, you're right. I found you a case of Tevulion that did not emanate. So take the Avatumah off the table. It doesn't have that truth. I can give you a case of a Tevulion where it emanated from Elishon. Oh, so therefore my Kavahomen is back. It seems the Gemara was only concerned that if it has the stringency of emanating from an Avatumah, it's a problem. But if I can get the Avatumah and give you a case of Tevulion that doesn't have Avatumah, your Kavahomen is still intact. So I gave you the case. It's talking about a Tevulion of a... Got up, he came to me from a Sheretz. Yomra says, no good. Malit vulyom de Sheretz sheken bimino avatum'ah. The Sheretz over here is metamehu. The Sheretz is metameh an Adam. A human being. Or the Sheretz for that matter can metameh a Kelly. Right? Sheretz has the ability to metameh one of those items. Sheken bimino avatumah. 
which means a human being is in the species that can be an Abatumah. <coughs> You're right, in this case it might not be an Abatumah, an from Abatumah, but it's a type of person that has the ability to be connected to Abatumah, therefore he's more strict. A Kikar Lehem could never be impacted by Abatumah. So therefore, don't bring me, uh, you, you gave me a nice case, uh, the guy that got Tamir from a uh, Sheritz, right? Or a, uh, you know, a candidate that became uh, Tamir from Sheritz. Yeah, but the species there, they're connected to Abatumah. Mashiach and a kikar, a loaf, does not even have susceptibility to any connection to Abatumah. Look at Nashi. Uh, look at the Nashi, there are two, two columns of Nashi on this Amur here. Look at the right column. Sheken yesh b'mino abatumah. Imayan nogeya keli ze o adam ze b'met naase abatumah. Period. Which is a human being can become an av. A keli can become an av. Litame adam bekelim. Now adam has the ability to metame. Av has the ability to metame adam bekelim. Understand? So therefore, it's stricter in the sense where is only a human being or a keli can receive to become an av and in turn to be metameh adam bekelim. Masheikin a loaf does not receive from a avatumah right to become an av to be metameh adam bekelim. So therefore, your kavahomet is still broken. Because I can tell you that a tevul yom is more strict because he's in the mean of becoming an ab to be metameh adam bekelim. Right? And as she proves this over here, look at the Rashi. We might as well read the proof of Rashi. Let's start the whole Rashi again. Imayan ogeya klize o adam ze bemet. Naasa avatumah letameh adam bekelim. Tomar beochel. Cannot become an afilu met, which means even if a met touches an ochel, it does not have the ability to become an avatumah to go melbi vitame adam vekelim. And she brings it from pesukim. So comes Gemara and says keli heres yochiyah. Let's go back. Keli heres will prove you. Let's discuss the law of Akili Hayris. Akili Hayris cannot receive Tum'ah from an Av. I'm explaining you why now. Let's say a met touches a regular keli. A met touches a regular keli, a metal keli. The keli becomes an Av. Met is Abiyavot. Keli becomes an Av Tum'ah. What do you do? You dip it in the Migveh. You see, Avatumah can only affect something that is purifiable. Regular metal keli. Bread, for example, you cannot purify bread. You can't put bread in the mikveh. Therefore, it cannot become a avatumah. Keli heres as well. There's no tahara for a keli heres, like the Gemara says in many places. Shviratan zui taratan. Oh, so we found the case of a keli heres that is not able to become avatumah because you cannot purify, but still it impacts terumah. Let's review. How do we know it impacts terumah? With anything that's inside the kidney, we said, yitmah. 
including Terumah. You have the Sheretz that goes to the airspace of the Keli Ahres. The Keli becomes a Rishon, the Terumah becomes a Sheni. So you see what? To impact Terumah, even though it's not a f- connected to Avatumah, you still see, you have to be, so I can make my Kavach Omer from Ahres, Keli Ahres. Uma Keli Ahres. Right? That what? That you're going to tell me, even though it doesn't have, uh, doesn't have any stringencies of Avatumah. Avatumah is not, totally has a Humrah. It has the ability to metame. Terumah. So a sheni, right? A sheni should have the ability to make a terumah a shilishi. Look at Nashi. Malik lihayres. Tevul yo. I'm sorry. Go one more step further. Let's go one step further. So ma keli hayres yochiyah. Good. All you see from Kili Hades is even though it doesn't have the Abatumah stringency, it has the ability to impact Tirumah. So to a Shini that doesn't have Abatumah capabilities can make impact Tirumah to make it a Shini Shi. Kabbalah says, wait, Kili Hades has a different stringency. And what is that? Malikli Hades, Aviro. Right? He doesn't have to touch the Kili, even if it's suspended in the airspace. So maybe that's why it impacts Tirumah. Mashiach in a regular kikar, you got to touch it in order to impact it. So it comes again, what Ad says, Tivulyom Yochiyah. Go back to a regular Tivulyom, a regular case of Tivulyom and a regular keli, let's say a metal keli, right, which is Tivulyom, even though it has the stringency of Avatum'ah, but it doesn't have the stringency of Aviro. So therefore, let's just review what we're saying over here. We have now there, we said we can learn it from Kili Hayrat. Now Kili Hayrat has a stringency of Avir. Oh, well, Tevulium of a regular Kili Yuchiyah. No, but that has a stringency of Avatumah. But Kili Hayrat Yuchiyah. So now we have two different items that have two different stringencies that are exclusive. And they do not apply to the other cases. Whenever you find a situation like that, what we usually do is we say, obviously it's not the stringencies that are bringing the law. Because if it was Tumat Avir that was bringing the law, in a regular case of uh, a Tibulium of a regular Keli, where there's no Tumat uh, Avir, still impacts Tirumah. Well, that has a stringency of, it can become an Avatumah. Kili Hadis Yuchiyah. Because Kili Hadis doesn't have the stringency of Avatumah, and still it's impacted. Well, it has Avir. Well, this doesn't have Avir, this doesn't have Tumah. So therefore, we, we cancel out what they don't have in common, and we usually try to find the common denominator between the both of them. So that's what the Gemara says. Tibulium Yuchiyah, Bechoser Adin. Meaning the Din goes. Back and forth. And we're going to say, Lord Ezeh ken Ezeh, Velod Ezeh ken Ezeh. The stringency of Heres is not the stringency of a regular keli, a metal keli, and of Tumulium. And a metal keli is not the same stringency as a keli, Heres, Lord Ezeh ken Ezeh, Velod Ezeh ken Ezeh. So what do we do? We go with a Sada Shabbat Shabbat. A Sada Shabbat Shabbat, the common name is what? Shemutarim bechodin, who poslim betrumah, that both of them are mutar bechodin, and our posel betruma, koshiken kikashni she posel bechodin the posel betruma. Now let's see this language of the Gemara. What is it saying? What, what does a kili eres and a regular kili have in common? That they're going to be mutar bechodin u posel betruma. Now that sounds like that a regular kili eres that you have over here that has stuff inside of it. If something goes in the airspace. It won't affect Hulin, but it'll affect 
Terumah. Now, by Tevulium, that is true. By a regular case of Tevulium, that, that, that's a keli, let's say, Kentame. Metal keli. What do you do with a metal keli? So you dip it in the mikveh during the day. Now the keli is considered a Tevulium, just fine. The law is whatever goes in that keli, for example, Cholin is Mutah. However, Tiruma is Asu. So on your Tevulium, this makes sense. Tevulium, which will not impact Cholin, will impact Tiruma. Kikar Shini, that impacts Cholin, Kochekin, it'll impact Tiruma. But Rashi doesn't understand over here your Kili Hayris. Because Kili Hayris, the Gemara is saying over here, we're saying, what's the common denominator between them? Kili Hayris does not affect Cholin and Tiruma. That's not so. Whatever's in the Kili Hayris, when that Shayris goes in the airspace, it's Tameh. Whether it's Cholin, whether it's Tiruma. Didn't we learn that? Kol Asher Bitocho. So how can the Gemara said the common denominator is that what's inside of it, if it's Cholin, it's not affected. That's not so. By, by Kili Hayris, Everything is affected that's inside of it. What's the case of Kili Hayris? Kili Hayris case is talking about where you have a Kili Hayris where the shade is in, in, in airspace. Does it matter what's inside of it? Everything becomes Tamir. So be, based on that, the language of the Gemara is Sad Shavish Mutarim Beholin. That's not so. Kili Hayris is not Mutarim Beholin. So he changes the Girishadashi and he says Sad Shavish Shimitameen. Which means both items, a Kili Hayris and a Tivulium, are called Tamir. We see that a Kili Hayris is Tameh, right? When the Shedis goes in it, the Kili Hayris becomes Tameh. And we know what Tevul Yom, the Torah refers to it, it says, Uba Shemesh V'tahir. When the sun comes out, it will become Taur. Mahashma, that even a Tevul Yom is called Tameh. So the common denominator between the two items is that they're both called Tameh. And what? They impact Tirumah. So a, a Kikar Sheni. Right? That's also, as a uh, Tamir, it also impacts, if it impacts Chodin, uh, uh, or the Mosul is going to impact, it's called Tamir, or the Mosul is going to impact Tirumat to make it a Shinishi. Now that we did this piece, I'm going to review it to the outside. We just had to read it once inside with the words. But now let's go outside in order to see exactly uh, what, uh, what the page it's, it's harder than it sounds. The, 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 the basic things you have to keep in mind in this sugya is at the end of the day, we're learning the law of the Shilishi for Tirumah from a combination. Combination of two places. Kili Hayris and Tivul Yom. Two different situations. Tivul Yom is a case of a regular Kili, metal Kili, Gartame, dipped in the Mikveh during the day. What is the status of this Kili now? It is called a Tivul Yom. Okay? Tivul Yom can be by a Kili as well. You always thought Tivul Yom has to be by a human being. It can be by a, a keli as well. That's fine? Yeah. Okay, good. It can be by human being also. Good. Now you have a Tavulyam keli. Okay? Let's talk about that side of the equation. Can I put in that uh, Tavulyam uh, keli now? Can I put in it Hodin? Absolutely. No problem. You can use it for Hodin. If it touches Hodin, no problem. Everything's fine. Oh, but if it comes in contact with Tiruma, no good. Good? So a key which means that Tiruma becomes Pasul. So called Shekin, Ikikar, Sheni. That can impact, Sheni Tuma already impacts Hulin. All the Muslims can impact Tiruma. So he says, oh, that's a great Kavahom, that's a great item, but you know what? Tivulyom has a stringency. Because Tivulyom can receive Ava Tuma. Can't a metal keli become an Av? If a metal keli came in contact with a mitt, Comes it up. Oh. So the Gibbara says, Oh, you know what? I'll bring you another proof. 
kiliheres yuchiyah. Where a kiliheres cannot be impacted by an av, because it's not purifiable, and still it impacts terumah. So you see, avatumah is not the item. I'll show you a case, it doesn't have avatumah, and still can impact terumah. Oh yeah, because kiliheres has avir. Yeah, but wait. A regular keli doesn't have avir, but that has tumah. But kairet doesn't. Oh, so we play ping pong. We go back and forth. Lord Isaac and Isaac and Lord Isaac and Isaac. The stringencies obviously are not bring the result. <coughs> so we have to bring what they have in common. What do they have in common? They have in common is that both of them, according to the Rashi, both of them are called tameh. What do is called tameh? Because the Pasuk says, Until the sun sets, the item is considered Tameh. And the Kiddi Hayretz is also called Tameh. And they both impact uh, Terumah. So a Kikar is also called Tameh. The Kikar is Tameh. It will also impact Terumah to make it a Shidishi. That was the Kalva Homer that Rabbi Yohanan would have made. Oh, so if you remember in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said like this, when Rabbi Yohanan said, there's going to come a generation where they're not going to have a pasuk, right? And they're not going to have a source for a shilishi. Now why won't they have a source? We just brought a beautiful kalah omen. So the Yamarah says, Vidor Ahir, the, the subsequent generation, they're going to break this kalah omen by saying, hamur. <laughs> There's another way of looking at these two items. See, we looked at what they have in common. We disregarded their stringencies, because each one has a different stringency. So we looked at what they have in common. But there's a way I can break this combo by saying, you know what? You know what they have in common? They both have stringencies. Albeit different stringencies, but maybe that's why they impact Tiruma. This has the stringency of Aviro. This has the stringency of receiving from uh, becoming an Avatumah. Mashiach Kikarshini has neither of the stringencies. So therefore there's a way to break it. You're right. The, the stringencies are different. But what's common about them? What have stringencies? Verabban Yohanan ben Zakai Sad Hamur lo parich. Rabbi Yohanan doesn't learn like that. Rabbi Yohanan says, you don't go with the Sad Hamur. He doesn't learn Kavahom is like that. He learns Kavahom is, is that when the stringencies are different, you cannot play them against each other. And you have to look for what they have in common. You don't go with this business by saying... Sad, Hamur. You don't look for, they both have strength. That's not considered enough to break a Kavahomis. So therefore, what what basically happened over here now in the last piece is, Rabbi Yohanan predicted, there's going to come a generation that's not going to have a source. Why not? What about your Kavahomis, Rabbi Yohanan? They're not going to accept my Kavahomis. Why? Because they're going to say that you cannot compare Kedichmeretz and Tevul Yom because they both have stringency, albeit different stringencies, but they're both stringencies that Kikarachini does not have. But Rabbi Hanani doesn't look like that. He looks at when there's two different stringencies, they cancel each other out, and he looks what they have in common. And therefore, you're able to bring the Kavachom in. Once we've proven already, systematically, to the usage of the Kavachom, that a Shilishi reaches to means if somebody asks you now, how do you know, source, we always hear this concept, Teruma can become a Shilishi. <laughs> How do you know? The answer is, there's no Pasuk in the Torah for it. The most from the Torah you'll know is Teruma can reach a Shini level. That's the most you're going to see in the Torah. Unless you want to use a Kalvahomer from Tivulyom slash Keli Heres, 
combination to come and teach me that becomes a shilishi. Now we go to the next one. Tanya. Amar bi Yosef. How do you know that Basar of a Korban can even become a Rivi'i? Again, Tirumah stops at a Shilishi. So we would call, by the way, Tirumah at the Shilishi level, we would refer to that as Pasun, because it can't go further. Kodesh, which is Basar of a Korban, can become a Rivi'i. At that stage also, we would call that Pasun, because it cannot go further. How do you know that, Pa? Vidinu. Back to the Kavahomis. Ma mehusar kipurim. What's the mehusar kipurim? He went to the mikveh during the day. He waited till the Arab Shemesh. Right? He's already eating Tirumah. He's got to wait till the next day to bring his Qurbanot. In that stage of mehusar kipurim, he cannot eat Qurbanot. Right? So, ma mehusar kipurim. Shemutar bitrumah. Pasul be Kodesh. Right? But he cannot have Kodesh. If he touches Kodesh, he brings his Korban. Shilishi. She pasul be Trumah. Elodin shia aseri vi'iba Kodesh. If a Shilishi that impacts Trumah. Right? Shilishi Trumah. All the more so a Shilishi will be able to make a Revi'i when it comes to Kodesh. I repeat again. And what a mehusar kipuri that doesn't impact teruma impacts kodesh shilishi level that yes impacts teruma all the more so it'll impact kodesh to make it a rivi'i ah you're gonna ask that yo right you should learn the note that just like a shilishi makes teruma shilishi should make kodesh that yo lebamenadin so that's what the gemara concludes velamadnu shilishim the kodesh. I know already Shilishi la Kodesh from the Torah. So I don't need to teach me Shilishi for Kodesh. How do I know from the Torah? We'll see. What's the rule? Once I know already Shilishi, so the Kavahomer is useless to teach me a Shilishi. So by saying Dayo, the Kavahomer is going to be knocked out. We don't say Dayo for knocks out the Kavahomer. So the Kavahomer must be teaching me to become even a Rivi'i. Side question. How do you know in the Torah? That Kodesh can become a Shilishi. Next question. Shilishi la Kodesh mena Torah minalan dichtiv. By Basar Kadashim. We had this Pasuk already. Vahab Basar. Ashir yigab bechol tameh lo yachel. Mi lo askinen denagab besheni. Vabarachana lo yachel. Nebi'i bekam lachom ikida Abraham. The Basar that became tameh, don't eat it. Basar Kodesh. How did it become tameh? It can even talk about where it touched a Shini. Doesn't say what I'm betumah. That means even if the basar kodesh touched the shini, what does the Torah say? Lo yachel. Why? Because it is a shilishi. So shilishi by basar kodesh already is well documented in the Torah. I from the kavahomer, I'm even to upgrade it to become even a revi'i. And what's the kavahomer? Uma mehusar kipuri that does not impact teruma, but impacts kadashim korban basar kodesh. Shilishi that yeah impacts the Rumah. All the Muslims can impact Kodesh to make it a Rivi'i. Who said this over This was all the Biyose. So remember, the source of all this Dirashaf Kadahomet for Kodesh is Rabbi Yose. Amar Biyohanan, Ta'am Birbi in Yodayamahu. Whenever you had a great rabbi, it was the Gadol Ador. 
they used to refer to him as Birbi. Birbi was the, the, the great rabbi of the generation. In this context, it's referring to Rabbi Yosef. So what does Rabbi Yohanan say? I don't understand Birbi's logic. I don't understand the Kabahomir of Rabbi Yosef. Why? And you know now, now, if you're looking to break this Kavahomer, there's a way to, to break the Kavahomer. There's a way to, you know, to, to refute it. Why? Ochel haba mahmat tevul yom. Okay. Yochiyah. Food that became tamir from a tevul yom. Let's review the case. What's tevul yom? The guy was tamir of some sort. He went to the Mikveh during the day. He's got to wait till the evening. Okay, he touches uh, touches food. Okay, it's called ochel haba mahmat tevul yom. So the Gemara says yochiyah. Why? Shepasul betruma. If tevul yom touches teruma, what does the teruma become? A shilishi, which means it posel teruma. Right. However, ve'eno osen ve'iba kodesh. But it will not make any ve'iba kodesh, which means, let's say, touch food, the tevul yom. That food touches now different food. It will not become a ve'i. No. Which means he himself is tevul yom. He touched, let's say, teruma. Teruma will become pasul. Correct? Because the tevul yom not only cannot now we're learning hadush, not only can he eat teruma. But even touching Tirumah is going to become a problem. However, the Eno Osiri Ve'iba Kodesh. And still, but, when a Tivulyom touches, say, touched Korban meat. That Korban meat, if it touches other meat, will not make it a Divi'i. By a Tivulyom, once he touches the Kodesh, it stops at that level. So therefore, your Kavahomer is wrong, because your Kavahomer was based. If it can impact Tirumah, or the more so it can make a Rivi'i by Kodesh, that's not so. Because food that's touched by a Tivulyom, it can become impacting Tirumah, but if he touches Kodesh, it will not, that food now, if it touches something else, will not make a Rivi'i. Which means like this. The Gemara speaking out of Kavahomer, initially, that impacts, that does not impact Tirumah, Impacts Kodesh, Shilishi, that impacts Tirumah, all the more so it should make Kodesh a Rivi'i. So the basic premise of the Gemara is if it can impact Tirumah, certainly it can make Rivi'i by Kodesh. But here the Gemara says, I'll show you it's not so. I'll show you a case where Tirumah is impacted and still it does not go forward to make a Rivi'i Kodesh. And what's that case in Tirumah? A tevulyom, if he touches terumah, is the terumah impacted? Yes. Yeah, that food now becomes pasul. But the law is, the still laws, except this is a fact. If a tevulyom touches kodesh, okay, that food is pasul. And if that food now touches other kodesh, it will not make it an evi'i. So you see, your, 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 your premise is wrong. If it can impact terumah, it's not automatic that it can make an evi'i. But kodesh, tevulyom yochiyach. So that's what Rabbi Yochanan Kevonga says, I don't understand Bidabi. What was he talking about, Rabbi Yosef? His premise is not right. His premise is if it can impact Tirumah, certainly it can impact the make it of Yahimakosh. It's not also your case of a Tirudum that impacts Tirumah. I mean, the food that he touches becomes a Pasul. 
But similarly, if the Tibuyah would touch Kodesh, that Kodesh would be passed, but it cannot go further. If the food touches another food, it cannot make a Rivi'i. That was Abu Hanan's question. How do you know this? Netanya. Now we're going to see a three more Lachlokan on this subject. Legabe'i Tibuyah. Netanya. Abba Sha'ul Omer. Tibuyah. Oh, now how do you look at it, Tibuyah? So he says over here, Tehila la Kodesh. Regarding Kodesh, we consider it Tivul Yom a Rishon. Let's speak it out ourselves without even looking. If he's a Rishon, he's going to make the first Kodesh that he touches a Shini. That Kodesh will touch other Kodesh to make it a Shilishi. And that Shilishi will touch other Kodesh to make it a... So it can impact three, 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 three down the lines. The way we would say that is... Like the Gemara's language. It has the ability to make two things Tameh and one thing Pasul. Tameh means it gets Tameh and transfers. It gets Tameh and transfers. And the third item stops. So according to Abba Sha'ul, if you consider it Tavul Yom Rishon, the Tameh Shena, meaning a Shini, to make a Shilishi, and the Shilishi to make an Ivyeh, that already is Pasul. Because that's Abba Sha'ul Shita. Rabbi Meir Omer, Metame Echad Uposel Echad. Rabbi Meir, he looks at a Tevulyom as a Sheni. And therefore, that's me to Metame one item. Me make a Shilishi. The Shilishi obviously is Metame because can make anything, but it stops there. So it's Metame Echad, one item. And it's posel one item. The second shita. The hachamim omrim, and the hachamim come along and say, "Keshem she posel ochle teruma umashke teruma, kach posel ochle kodesh umashke kodesh." That's the opinion we, we're looking for. The rabbis, rabbis say it stops just like it stops for teruma, one one shot. It stops for kodesh. Let's review the three shitot of it very quickly. You have Abba Shaul. You have Rabbi Meir and Hachamim. Abba Shaul is the most strict. He considers already a Tevul Yom like a Rishon. We're ready, he can make the first item a Sheni, to make a Shilishi, to make a Rivi'i. Rabbi Meir says Tevul Yom is a Sheni, to make uh, a Shilishi and to make a Rivi'i. Whereas Hachamim come along and say, no, 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 no. Just like Tevul Yom impacts Tiruma one time, it's going to impact Kodesh once and it stops there. Or... So to be Yohanan, uh, using the opinion of the rabbis, came along and said, I don't understand Rabbi Yosei's logic. Rabbi Yosei's logic was, if something is impacted by Teruma, certainly you can make it very Kodesh. That's not so. Tevul Yom Yochiyah. Where he impacts Teruma, if he touches it, and if he touches it, if Kodesh, it's, I'm sorry, if he touches Kodesh, it stops there as well. It doesn't go further. So comes the Gemara and says, nice question, uh, Rabbi Yohanan, but only one problem. Matkif la rabbapa, mimaid Rabbi Yosek rabbanan sfirale. Dilma ka'abba sha'ul sfirale, da'amar le, da'amar le tamishnaim lefsolehad. Who told you that Rabbi Yosek holds like rabbanan? That you make me a question, maybe he holds like abba sha'ul. If he holds like a Basha'ul, it goes to Rabbi Yehi. Correct? Which means according to Rabbi Yohanan, he took, he adopted the Rabbanan's position, 
that it stops one time. It stops there, it's Pasul. So right away he subscribed to the banan. He made a question against the Yosef based on the banan's opinion. Hold it. Maybe the Yosef does not like the banan. Maybe the banan, maybe the Yosef is like Abba Sha'ul. What does Abba Sha'ul say? In the Khadameh. It impacts the Rumah to one level and it can even impact Kodesh to a Rivi'i. How do you know the Yosef doesn't hold like Abba Sha'ul? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you. Because if you would hold that he holds like Abba Shaul, wouldn't he have to bring a Ra'ayah from Mehusal Kippurim? He could have brought his Ra'ayah from A, Tevul Yom. And he could have said, That was touched by a Tevul Yom. The Tevul Yom Gufeh. That a Tavul Yom himself, Mutar Behudin, right? Tavul Yom can have Hudin. Tavul Yom that can have Hudin, he can touch Hudin, doesn't impact it. But if he touches food, that food over there, Amart Osir, if he eat Bakod, it's no way to whatever you eat. So then, Ochil Shilishi, food that is a Shilishi, Habam Mahmat Shini, that became Tameh from a Shini. The Shini Gufe Asur Behudin, because the Shini itself impacts. Let's review that outside. Which means like this. The Gebara is going to show you methodically that the music does not hold like a basha'u. How do you know? Maybe he it. It goes all the way to a You know why? Because if he held like a basha'u, he would have. What is the music trying to prove to us? How do you know the Bakodesh? He would have had a nice cover homer. You know, we could have brought his cover. Instead of bringing from Mehusar Kippurim, which he brought from, Moses cover, let's repeat his cover homer. Uma Mehusar Kippurim, that doesn't impact Tiruma, that does impact Kodesh Shilishi, that impacts Tiruma, or the most which make Kodesh A, Rivi'i. What do you need that cover homer for? Bring me a better cover homer, which would teach me more Hindushim. Bring me a cover homer from Tivul Yom. And tell me what? Emwar Tivul Yom. Right? That what? Actually, that's an ochel about Mahmat Tevudyom. That means food that was touched by a Tevudyom. A Tevudyom himself, keep in mind, doesn't affect Hodin. But the food that he touches can all the way become a Rivi'i, according to Abba Shaul, right? And you still said it becomes a Viva Kodesh. So now come along and say, ochel, food stuff that's a Shilishi. Right? How does Shilishi become a Shilishi? From a Sheni. And a Sheni is worse than Tibu uh, Yom, uh, because uh, the Sheni can impact Hulin, or the more so the Shilishi is going to make Eri Kodesh. I repeat it one more time. And what a Tibu Yom. That's the source from Ah. He himself doesn't impact Hulin, but the food that he touches of Kodesh can go all the way to Eri So a Shilishi. That comes from a sheni, that a sheni can impact holin. Worse than a tvulyom, a sheni is. Although more so, the food that it touched the shilishi should be able to go further to make a rivi'i. Why, if he held like Abba Sha'ul, he should have used this as the Kalva Homer. You know why should he use this? Because he teach me more Hadushime. He teach me, number one, about a tvulyom. How far it goes. Because there was a three-man mahlukan over there. If, if he held like Abba Sha'ul, he should. 
use that opinion by Tevul Yom to teach me the deen of it, and you'll teach me, by the way, the laws of Tevul Yom, which is a three-way Mahlokah. Comes the Gemara and says, Maybe you'll tell me, Mishum de'ika le'mifrach, you know why maybe he didn't bring that cover homer? Back to the old story. Maybe you'll tell me, you know why he didn't want to bring that uh, case over there? Because remember we learned Tevul Yom has a stringency to it. What's the stringency that is affected by, 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 by Tevul Yom? It could be Avatumah. Right? Tevul Yom is a case of also Avatumah. Oh, so maybe that's why it can make Rivi'i Makodesh. Because already it emanated from a strict Tumah, Avatumah Tevul Yom. Also, the Gemara, maybe that's why he didn't bring the Kavachon from Tevul Yom. Gemara says, no good. You know why? And we conclude with this. What was his source? His source was the Mehusar Kipurim. How does the Mehusar Kipurim become Tamir? Also from an Avatumah. What's the case of Mehusar Kipurim? Azab, Metzorah. Somebody that touched the myth. So therefore, don't tell me that the reason why I didn't bring Abba Shaul's uh, case from a from the Kavachomer of Tevul Yom is because oh, Tevul Yom is Hamur. What? Where you came from is also just as Hamur. You and I are some Mehusakim. Is Mehusakim also an Abba Tumah? Yeah, that had to become. So therefore, obviously, you see, he didn't care about that. He didn't worry about that Humrah of Abba Tumah. Oh, so then the question, then the Biyohanan is leaving with, he's left with this question, now let's review. After Rabbi Yosef brought his Kabahomer from Mechusar Kippurim, Rabbi Yohanan entered the picture, I don't understand Bir B. I don't understand what Rabbi Yosef is talking about. Why? So how can he tell me this? His premise is what? If something is impacted by Tirumah, it can already make Rabbi Iba Kosh. That's not so, because I found the opinion of the rabbis, by Tibul Yom, that they say Tibul Yom impacts Tirumah, and impacts Kodesh, and cannot go further. So what are you talking about? I'll show you a case where it impacts the man doesn't make it a Yiba Kodesh. To that, the Gemara is hold it. Maybe he holds like a Basha'ul. Maybe he holds like a Basha'ul. That does impact. Does it goes all the way to a If he holds like a Basha'ul, he wouldn't use that as his Kavahomet to speak of Yiba Kodesh. No, maybe he didn't want to use the Tumul Yom Kavahomet because Tumul Yom emanates from Abba Tumah. Yeah, but the one he brought emanates from Abba Tumah also from Hussain Kippurim as well. So therefore, Rabbi Hanan leaves it in the question, I don't understand, but it be, why did he quote uh, his uh, statement, L'cha'ora, it can be uh, refuted from the shita of the Rabbana.